Hi, I'm Jim Stroud, and this is my podcast. I have a public service announcement for you. Google saves years of information on purchases you've made even outside of Google and pulled this information from Gmail. It's complicated to delete this private information and options to turn it off are hidden in privacy settings. But don't worry, because Google says it doesn't use this information to sell you ads. Hmm. Details after this. DuckDuckGo is a search engine just like Google, and its main focus is users' privacy. If you have ever used this search engine, you already know what it can do for you. Now, whether you are a new DuckDuckGo user who is trying to learn what all this site can do, or you are someone who has already been using the site for some time, learning some of the search tips for this famous search engine will not hurt. Go to www.jimstroud.com free to download the free ebook. 12 DuckDuckGo search tips you should know to boost productivity. Again, go to www.jimstroud.com free to download the free ebook, 12 DuckDuckGo search tips you should know to boost productivity. Do it now. You'll be glad you did. If you are creeped out by how much online services like Google know about you, then this quote from CNBC will be of particular interest to you. Quote, Google tracks a lot of what you buy, even if you purchased it elsewhere, like in a store or from Amazon. Last week's CEO Sundar Pichai wrote a New York Times op-ed that said privacy cannot be a luxury good. But behind the scenes, Google is still collecting a lot of personal information from the services you use, such as Gmail, and some of it can't be easily deleted. A page called Purchases shows an accurate list of many, though not all, of the things I've bought dating back to at least 2012. I made these purchases using online services or apps such as Amazon, DoorDash, or Seamless, or in stores such as Macy's, but never directly through Google. But because the digital receipts went to my Gmail account, Google has a list of information about my buying habits. Google even knows about things I long forgot I purchased, like dress shoes I bought inside a Macy's store on September 14th, 2015. It also knows... I ordered a Philly cheesesteak on a hoagie roll with cheese whiz and banana peppers on January 14, 2016. I reloaded my Starbucks card in November 2014. I bought a new Kindle on December 18, 2013 from Amazon. I bought Solo, a Star Wars story from iTunes on September 14, 2018, and so on. Okay, I think this is beyond creepy. And I read the article with a bit of skepticism. Just how much did Google know about my purchase history inside and outside of Google Apps? I wanted to see for myself and I was beyond amazed by the accuracy of things I purchased dating back as far as July 2013. If you are curious to learn what Google knows about your buying history, go to myaccount.google.com slash purchases. That's myaccount.google.com slash purchases. And as you look at your purchases page, ask yourself the same questions I did. If this information is not being used to better sell ads, then why does Google collect it? How long has this purchases page been online anyway? And why didn't Google make it more obvious to me that it even existed? Better yet, 
how do I turn it off? Here's another quote from that same CNBC article. Quote, to help you easily view and keep track of your purchases, bookings, and subscriptions in one place, we've created a private destination that can only be seen by you, a Google spokesperson told CNBC. You can delete this information at any time. We don't use any information from your Gmail messages to serve you ads, and that includes the email receipts and confirmations shown on the purchase page. But there isn't an easy way to remove all of this. You can delete the receipts in your Gmail inbox and archive messages, but if you're like me, you might save receipts in Gmail in case you need them later for returns. There's no way to delete them from purchases without also deleting them from Gmail. When you click on the delete option in purchases, it simply guides you back to the uh, Gmail message. Google's privacy page says that only you can view the purchases, but it says in quotes, information about your orders may also be saved with your activity in other Google services, end quote. And that you can see and delete this information on a separate My Activity page except you can't. Google's activity control page doesn't give you any ability to manage the data it stores on purchases. Google told CNBC you can turn off the tracking entirely, but you have to go to another page for search setting preferences. However, when CNBC tried this, it didn't work. There was no such option to fully turn off the tracking. It's weird this isn't front and center on Google's new privacy pages or even in Google's privacy checkup feature. End quote. The sheer amount of information Google has on all of us has me concerned. It has also captured the attention of Sundar Pichai, Google's CEO. He wrote an op-ed piece for the New York Times entitled, Privacy Should Not Be a Luxury Good. I'll link to it from jimstroud.com. Essentially, he says, Google uses data to make products more helpful for everyone. But Google has also taken several measures to protect your information. The blog, The Verge, uh, commented on several of Google's steps to protect user data. Here's a quote from that blog. Google is improving on this front, and it's making an effort to make sure users are aware of what is being collected, how it's collected, and what ways it can be deleted. As part of its I.O. announcements, Google announced a new privacy policy for its smart home devices given they contain microphones and cameras and are designed to be plugged in inside your home. Uh, it also announced new tools for users to better control ad tracking in Chrome and incognito mode options for both Google Maps and Google Search following an extension of the Chrome browsing incognito feature to YouTube last year. Uh, one cornerstone of the upcoming Android Q operating system update is better and more transparent privacy and data deletion tools. Google also said earlier this month that it would soon let users auto-delete location, web, and app data collected across its products and services either after 3 or 18 months on a rolling basis. I could be wrong, but I think these efforts are a means to distract from the years of privacy concerns about Google with the hope of rebranding itself as a champion of personal privacy. <laughs> I tell you what, for giggles, do a search on Google privacy concerns. Better yet, better yet, perform that search 
Google privacy concerns on DuckDuckGo.com. If you love what you heard, hate what you heard, or don't know what you just heard, I want to know about it. You can reach me at my website, www.jimstroud.com. In addition to finding source material and related information for this podcast episode, you'll find other goodies that I hope will make you smile. Oh, before I go, uh, please financially support this podcast with a little something-something in my virtual tip jar. There's a link in the podcast description. Your generosity encourages me to keep this podcast train chugging down the track. Ever heard of Stoicism? Chances are, if you have, you've heard of Stoicism with a lowercase s and not Stoicism with an uppercase s. Lone wolves, no emotions, antisocial behavior, cold, indifference, all that is Stoicism with a lowercase s. Stoicism with an uppercase s is the ancient Greek philosophy and virtue ethics framework that centers on service to the cosmopolis, to include your family, friends, community, and planet, and the development of a good moral character. My name is Tanner Campbell, and I'm the host of Practical Stoicism, a three times a week podcast teaching Stoic principles and concepts to anyone interested through the exploration of texts and deep dives into various moral topics. You can find Practical Stoicism where you're already listening to podcasts by searching for Practical Stoicism or by going to stoicismpod.com. I invite you to give it a listen today. You just might like it.